0: read from verse 8 to 16, second Samuel chapter 7 from verse number eight to 16. Now therefore that says the, that shall you say to my servant David, That says the Lord of hosts, I took you from the sheepfold and from following the sheep, to be a ruler over my people, Israel, I have been with you wherever you have gone and I have cut off all your enemies from before you, and I've made you a great name, like the name of the great men who are on the earth. Moreover, I will appoint you a place for my people, I will appoint a place for my people Israel, and I will plant them and the, that they may dwell in a place of their own and move no more, nor shall the sons of wickedness oppress the, in them anymore as previously. Since the time I commanded judges to be over my people Israel and have caused you to rest from all your enemies, also the Lord tells you that he will make you a house. Amen. Amen. When, you, when your days are fulfilled and you rest with your fathers, I will, set up, I will set up your seed after you who will come from your body and I will establish his kingdom. He shall build a house for my name. I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. I will be his father and he shall be my son. If he commits iniquity, I will chasten him with the rod of men and with the blows of the sons of men. But my mercy shall depart, shall not depart from him as I took it from Saul. Whom I removed from before you, and your house and your kingdom shall be established forever before you. Your throne shall be established forever. Here ends the reading of his holy word. Amen. We've been talking about building God a house. Amen. Building God a house. The wisdom of building God a house. It is wise. To help in the building of God's house. You see, in this day and age, most, of, most people don't think that the house of God is a priority. We, 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 use, we use the house of God and we don't build the house of God. Hallelujah. I, 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 I am, I'm still writing a book called uh, Building or Built for Purpose. And in it, I talk about three types of people. We have builders, we have users, and we have spoilers or abusers, hallelujah. Any any human being you see is either a builder, a user, or a spoiler. Any country you see is either a, a building country, a using country, or an abusing or a spoiling country. Amen. You look at like Africa, most countries in Africa, they, are, they don't build. They, they use and some spoil. You go to some villages, they're building the, those uh, wooden shacks that were there are still standing there after 30, 40 years, and half of them are broken. How many know what I'm talking about? Because they have abused it, and they are spoiling it, and they are not adding you know, some people sit there and they try to build. When it comes to the house of God, it's the same. People are either builders or they are using the house of God. And you see, when you use used to, to the abnormal point, it becomes an abuse. That's right. <laughs> and then it goes into spoiling. There are some people who, who specialize in spoiling the church. Yeah. Am I talking to somebody? it is it, maybe they don't they don't plan that they will spoil the church but their behavior spoils the church jesus said that if you don't gather with me you are scattering are you with me which means that all of us must have the mind that we are builders of the house of god we are we are building and to build the house of god is not just uh, uh, always it's not just uh, coming to church or throwing some money in the offering uh, bag or something but it's also adding to the church. You see, we make the church. Human beings, not the chairs, not the building. So when you invite people to come to church, when you bring people to church, you are a builder. When you let people leave the church, you are a spoiler. Preach, pastor, preach. Some of us, we gossip about people. <laughs> Some of us, we backbite people. Some of us, we, we have... <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> You join the choir and you go and cause trouble. Because of you, about five people leave the choir. You join the media and the media team just just disintegrates. You join the ISIS and you see them fighting outside. Yeah. Because the Bible says that by means of a tailbearer, friends are destroyed. You know? You go and say, this person says this about you. This person says that about you. Before you see, two people are fighting. And you are the cause. You are a spoiler. A spoiler of friendships. A spoiler of relationships. Are you with me? You see, don't be a spoiler of relationships. If you know that what I'm going to say will spoil the relationship between this person and that person. And you do it, you are a spoiler. And every spoiler is a cursed person. Are you with me? Because, you see, there was a guy in the Bible called Saul. Saul was trying to spoil the church. He was going from city to city, gathering the Christians to kill them. He was spoiling the thing that was being done. And on the road to Damascus, he met Jesus. And Jesus, it is difficult to kick against the pricks. You cannot spoil something and go scot-free. You feel like God trying to kick the pricks and see whether it will not... Uh, Chook into your your, your, your your foot and hurt you. Hallelujah. Am I talking to somebody? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You cannot, you cannot. I, I, I missed I missed him. <laughs> you, you cannot, you cannot be a spoiler and be blessed. Are you with me? It will not be well with you. If you let, see, Jesus says something. Woe to you if you let one of these little children sin. It will be better if a milestone was hung around your neck and you be deposited in the sea. It will be better. Can you imagine they put a big stone chain on your neck and they leave you in the sea? Try and swim with a big stone and the chain. See, Let's see whether you make it. And see that that is better. Hallelujah. You will drown. Amen. So there is wisdom in trying and helping to establish the house of God. Yeah, you know, one, one woman told his son, even if you won't go to church, let your money go to church for you. <laughs> even if you won't go. You see, everybody in this room, I have I, said it and I'm saying it again. Try that before you die, you will help to build a church. A church building. Not just, not just encouraging people, but find a place and help to build a church. That this church, my money is inside. And I said to you that the wisdom is because, number one, there is a day that your money, you cannot, your money cannot speak for you. Your voice cannot speak for you. You can't speak for yourself. But that act of building the house of God, We speak for you. How many remember? We looked at Luke Luke chapter 7. Yeah? The centurion. He couldn't go. His servant was sick. But because he had given, Cornelius, his arms given to the house of God, had helped. So that God sent uh, sent Peter to go and speak to him. Because he was deserving. Amen. The first one was what? God will build a house, isn't it? We looked at Jeremiah 33, where where David said that I want to build God a house. And because he said he wanted to build God a house, immediately, uh, God, God said that because it was in your heart to build, I will also build. We just read it in 2 Samuel, isn't it? That I will establish your throne forever. Hallelujah. Am I talking to somebody? Number three was what? Yeah, we've talked about that. Number three, you become deserving. deserving. Uh, Was it um, Dorcas? I have a very bad throat, sore throat too. I'm struggling, so bear with me. Dorcas could not, could not speak for herself because she was dead. Hallelujah! And the people said, "We will not bury Dorcas." We will not they washed their body and put their body in the upper room and sent for Peter. And when Peter came, Peter prayed and Docas was resurrected. Amen. Was that all that we talked about? Amen. Next one: God is a better paymaster than any employer. First Corinthians 15:58. Therefore, my beloved, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. Hallelujah. In Galatians chapter 6 verse 9 and 10, it says that, Let us not grow weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we we do not lose heart. Therefore, as we have an opportunity, let us do good to all men. Especially those of the household of faith. Hallelujah. Listen, God pays better. Amen. I say God pays better. Anybody you work for pays you maximum a tenth of what you are worth. Otherwise, it's not worth employing you. I don't know whether you've, 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 you've worked out the maths. But if you are going to be an a- employer of people, if the person you are employing does not contribute ten times his worth, it's not worth exp- uh, employing such a person. Because it will cost you liabilities, are you with me? So whatever job you are doing, as a doctor, as a professor, as a lawyer, as, a, as an architect, as whatever you are, you are worth ten times or more to your employer than He gives you. You understand? You employ a footballer, you pay him 72 million. He is supposed to be worth 10 times what he brings. Otherwise, it's not worth employing him. Amen. Am I talking to somebody? And and see, when we work for God, God doesn't pay us a tenth of what we are worth. The Bible says that he gives us exceedingly. Abundantly. Above all that we can ask or think. According to, according to the faith that He has put in us, He gives us more. He's a better paymaster. So when you help to build the house of God, He rewards you. When Matthew said in Matthew 6:33, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all other things will be added unto you. He was saying that to say that listen, God, if you help to build God's kingdom. Everything you're looking for, he'll give it to you. Amen. Mm -hmm. Am I talking to somebody? So let us help. In this uh, uh, church, help. Don't say that I'm only here for a season. Don't say that, oh, as for me, this is not my church. My, my, My mother church is somewhere. When I go, I will work. No, no, it doesn't work like that. The Bible says that. Wherever whatsoever your hand finds to do, Ecclesiastes chapter, uh, is it 10 verse 9? Whatever your hands find to do, do it with all your might. Are you with me? Whatever your hands find to do, do it. Your hand has found this church. Do the church well. Amen. Amen. I said do it well. Wherever you find yourself, do it. Amen. Do it do it well. Do it well. Don't, don't just be there. It's like, oh, here yeah, nobody knows me, so I'm going to hide. Mm-hmm. How many him. know what I'm talking about? Some people like to, like, I've come here, nobody knows me. You are very, very, very zealous and busy in your former church. Now you've come here, you're hiding. Before you realize you're backsliding. You that's, that's basically what, it, what happens. Hallelujah. Amen. And I know people who have come from their my mother church and then they come here and they put their hands into the plow and they become busy. And then the church takes over them. And then they go somewhere and like, no, I'm no my mother church is my my it used to be my mother church. Now I am somewhere else. <laughs> Amen. Amen. But there is there is reward in serving God, building the house of God. David said, David said. I can't sit in the house of made of wood and watch the tent of God in an ark. The ark of God in a, in a, in a tent. So I'm going, to, I'm going to do this. I'm going to build. And God said, for this you're saying, I will give you. I will raise a son. I will establish him even when he sins. I will not disown him like I disowned Saul. I will not, I will establish him. And if you look at, we looked at Jeremiah 33, this is 400 years after, 400 years after David was dead, God was still establishing David's throne. Now, uh, 4,000 years after this event today, God is still saying that, when Jesus comes, the, when the son of man comes again, he will sit on his, the throne of his father, David. So 4,000 years after this thing, David's intention to build a house, he didn't build. His intention to build a loan was enough for God to say that 4,000 years on, I'm still establishing your throne. And it's on your throne that Jesus will sit. And if Jesus sits on the throne, it means the throne is established forever. Amen. Hallelujah. Listen, there's a certain, there's a certain power and grace and an opportunity you buy for yourself when you help to build God's house. Amen. It, 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 it's, Jesus said that lay not for yourself treasures on this earth where rust, moth, that destroy. When recession comes, your money in the bank is worthless. You don't need even recession. Sometimes you are in one country, the country just goes through a certain ball, and then the country's currency devalues. Now, the same amount of money can't buy, we live in a global world now, isn't it? It can't buy, you know, I remember if we take the South African run, it's a very, it was very, very, very heavy. It was the same as the dollar some time ago, you know? And I was thinking of investing in South Africa. I'm glad I didn't. I so said, I'm glad I didn't. Yeah, because now it's one pound to 20 runs. When I was in South Africa, it was one pound to five. One run. Yeah, one run, yeah, one pound to five rands. Six runs, Six rounds. And that was only about less than eight years ago. As we are running around, I want to build, I want to, no, 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 it's just one little idiot (laughs) comes to rule the country and then your, 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 all your hard work is nothing. Yeah, all your hard work because, you know, now when somebody pays you rent of, of, of uh, 10,000 rands, it's nothing. So, you can imagine all your sweat, you build a house. I'm going to collect rent. I'm going to collect rent. I'm going to collect rent. Malema just passed through. (laughs) Uh, What's the guy's name? Jacob Zuma Zuma passed through. And Malema walked by him. The whole economy is (laughs) finished. Hallelujah. But I know one one, uh, investment that will never, ever depreciate. It will never lose its value. And that is when you give to the house of God. Let me give you one more. How am I doing for time? Why are you laughing? <laughs> Somebody passed through. <laughs> Bill got. Build a house for God so that he doesn't blow away your increase. In Haggai, in Haggai, he says that you have brought in a lot and it became nothing because I blew it away. Uh, Come with me to, is it Haggai? You know where Haggai is in your Bible? (laughs) Okay. Amen. What does it say? Verse chapter 1. From verse number... 5 says, that now therefore says the Lord of hosts, consider your ways. You have sown much and bring in little. You eat and you are not, you don't have enough. You drink, but you are not filled with drink. You clothe yourselves, but none is warm. And he who earns wages, earns wages to put into a bag of holes. Can you imagine? You are putting the, the, your, your money in a bag full of holes. That says the Lord, consider your ways. Go up to the mountain and bring wood and build the temple that I may take pleasure in them and be glorified, says the Lord. You look for much, but indeed it came to little. And when you brought it home, I blew it away. When you brought it, I blew it away. I don't want God to blow my increase away. Because God's breath is powerful. The Bible says that by the blast of his nostrils, the world was created. <laughs> so when he blows, everything is finished. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah, I don't want everything that I've worked for to finish. Amen. So in Malachi chapter 3, he says that bring into the, uh, the storehouse. Bring money into the storehouse and prove me herewith. If I will not open, i mean, verse 8. No, verse 10 now. Bring all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be food in my house and try me now in this, says the Lord. If I will not open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing, Amen. That there will be no room for you to receive it. Hallelujah. Yeah. God needs meat in his cows. And the meat, it's not that God can provide the meat. But see, if God provided his own meat, then we'd have no portion in his blessing. Are you with me? So he's saying that let us work together. I will give you Ability wisdom, strength, health, for you to get money. And when you get the money, remember now your creator. In Deuteronomy 8.18, for it is he that gives you the ability to create wealth. So he gives you the ability and he says that once you've created the wealth, use some of the wealth, not all of it, some of the wealth, to help in my house. Amen. Amen. Use some to help. So listen, ask for paying tithe, as for giving to the house of God. It's an investment. You see, smart people invest wisely. <laughs> I'm an investor. That's, that's my passion. I invest. And I invest in countries and everywhere. And I, before I invest my one kobo, I do my diligent checks. Are you with me? I will check and see whether it is worth investing here or not. See, everybody who invests will check, will read, and check whether it's good to invest. <laughs> uh, I, I remember when we were buying this building, the bank, the bank manager called me and said that you don't qualify as a church to get. A loan to buy this the church building. But I have read your profile and I want to have a chat with you. So is it okay to come and sit with you? I say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come, 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 I'll get you. So I organized my wife as my secretary. I <laughs> <and> organized, <laughs> said, put on a nice suit. I also put on a nice suit. So we just came. So when they came here, they saw the place, and they were not interested in the building. They were interested in talking talking to us to find out whether it is a smart decision to invest in this man and what he wants to do. Do you understand? Because smart investors, they don't just throw money anywhere. Are you with me? They invest, in, they look at the person, they talk to you, they look at your profile, what you have do- done so far, what you have been through, what you have done, all that's okay, this is a good bet. I will invest in this person. It was just a conversation. The conversation didn't last even 20 minutes. And they walked through here. When they were going, they walked through this place. When they got to the building, they shook my hand and said, you have yourself a deal. And that was it. <laughs> we didn't qualify. As a church, we didn't qualify. We didn't have any money. Even We didn't even have 15 people in the church. We didn't qualify. But when they spoke, he said, mm, "This guy, I'll invest in him." I'm telling you, if you invest in God, mm. that's, a, that's where the smart money goes. <laughs> I say that's where the because God has never owed any man, mm. and you know, He will not start with you. Mm. Amen. Amen. Yeah, God has never owed any man; He won't start with you. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. How many are investors? Investment is not only money. Sometimes you've got to invest time. Spend time in the house of God. Spend time on the phone visiting. Spend time talking to somebody. To gather people to the house of God. That's where the smart money is. Because, listen, as for building and working hard to get money and everything, believe me, have you not been working hard? (laughs) For the last uh, ten years, have you not been working hard? Can you show me your bank balance to, to, to... to, to equate to the hard work you have worked so far. <laughs> uh, you, are preaching uh, you will past see past that past you past. are not a smart investor. That alone will prove to you that you are not a smart investor because when you look at how hard you have worked the last 10 years and we look at your and bank balance, balance today to see what is left, the what equivalent is of your time, we energy, and effort. We compare it to what we have here. We see that you have not worked smart. <laughs> we talked all night. Yeah, he said, we told all night and caught nothing. Some of us, we have told you all night in the world, and we still don't catch anything. But at thy word. <laughs> <laughs> Some people want to preach my message for me. <laughs> Hallelujah. Is it me or it's hot in here? It's okay. Hey, then maybe I'm coming up to something. I, I, I claim my healing in Jesus' name. When you talk about building a house of God, we are not only talking about building a great church with many branches, but also building a great you. Because you are the church. 1 Peter 2, 5 and 10. It says that you also are, as living stones are being built up, a spiritual house, a holy priesthood, to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. Therefore, it is also contained in the scriptures, behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, elect, precious and he who believes in him will by no means be put to shame. Therefore, to you who believe, he is precious but to those who are disobedient, the stone which the builders reject has become the chief cornerstone and the stones, a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense. They stumble being disobedient to the word to which they are appointed. Hallelujah. So, like I am saying and I've said and from, from the weekdays and now, one of my passions is to build you. Because the greatest investment is to invest in people, right. contrary to popular opinion. It's not to invest in a building. It's not to invest in a business, but it's to um, invest in people. Because when you invest in people, contrary to popular opinion, people never die. Mm-hmm. I say people never die. Amen. Yeah. Investment in people is not wasted. Hallelujah. Some of us, we get frustrated when we are trying to visit or trying to gather people and pastor people, shepherd people, and after a while, they, they are not responding. They are running away, dodging us. We call them. They see their the call, but they don't pick. And then we get frustrated and we get offend, offended and shot, you know, uh, tempered, and we, we stop. Oh, you are not a good investor. <laughs> I say you are not a good investor. Are you with me? It is where the the investment is hard that yields the most. The 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 higher the risk, or the harder the investment, the greater the dividends. Hallelujah. Yeah. The person that people don't want to invest in, you must invest in. The drug addict that nobody wants to invest in is the person you must invest in. Invest your energy, your time, your passion, your prayer, your anointing. Invest in that person. See, sometimes when you are investing in a person, it is not that person who is going to bring you the returns. But it's a principle. If you sow, you shall reap. If you faint, not. Are you with me? So in, in Galatians, he says that now that we have opportunity, let us... Do good to all men, especially those of the household of faith. Hallelujah. Am I talking to somebody? Yes, yeah, so help to invest. That person is a dodgy person. That person is a, you know, we have about four types of church members. <laughs> we have the v- VPN. Very pleasant, nice people. VMPs. And we have the VDPs, very draining people. They drain you of all your energy and anointing. Because as soon as you, you have gone to, uh, you know, you've gone to visit him. You have prayed for him. It's like, so you see, do, do, do this, come to church. the next day you go, he's drunk. He's, he's lying by the, he's like, ah. so all the things I said that didn't work. <laughs> You feel very drained when you look at the person. Yeah. Uh, You have uh, very, very sneaky people. (laughs) VSPs. Very sneaky people. All of them are worth investing in. I say all of them are worth investing. That's the greatest investment. When Jesus came to the earth, he didn't invest in buildings. He didn't invest in schemes. He invested in 12 people. When he was leaving, his church was 120 strong. That's the size of his church. 2000 years on, that investment is still paying. All the buildings, including the temple that was built, is broken down. But Christianity is still going on. Investing in people is the greatest. Rise to your feet. Let's go home. <laughs>